Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this rundown is so fast now, you know what? Before you know it, we're live. I know. I mean, you know my opinion on the new intro. So. We do know your opinion. <laughs> what is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome in to Casual Friday. You know who didn't get the note for Casual Friday? Mr. Sweater over here. Night hot day of the year. You know there? Today, hottest day of the year. Can anybody really debate global warming anymore? <laughs> Adam's shaming of overdressing <laughs> is the one thing that reunites us on this you, show. You should get a, uh, me at the golf course. There's nothing I... You know what? Maybe I'll make my list later on. Oh. Collar shirts at the golf course? God, that might be number one. Well, I mean, the reason I am dressed better than all of you is <laughs> I'm going out to happy hour after work. Oh. oh. Yeah. Sounds nice humble brag. Not with us? That's no, definitely not. How happy? <laughs> Thank you. First of all, if he, he wouldn't go out with us for happy hour, but if he did, he would not dress up for that's it. That's a great point. That, that's right. I would be wearing probably shorts and Yeah, no question about it. Guys, we're going to have a fun show for you today. We missed something in the schedule yesterday that I have to bring to everyone's attention. Uh-oh. Maybe the most important thing about the schedule, we missed it. More Uh-oh. hot schedule Uh-oh. talk? Hot, it's going to be short and brief. Thank More God. hot schedule talk. We're also going to have our friend Jenna Garcia joining us because she's my basketball teammate. Her and I are going to take gold this weekend in a three-on-three tournament. She's going to promote nice. this event she's been working on, so she's going to promo it nice. and um, hopefully be a, She might come on here and talk trash. I'm not sure if she's going to be able to hear But you guys are teammates. Yeah, and I'm hyping her up. Oh, okay. But she might come on here and tear me down. We'll find okay. out. We're also going to look at lineups. We're most interested in seeing a couple situational lineup things. Friday, guys, casual Friday. We're going to snake draft overrated things. Anything. Anything so that's all on the table. <laughs> Eric's just I feel like we us. should probably exclude foods, well, though. You didn't check your Slack in which we communicate. We've already done overrated foods. So you those should probably be excluded from this. Right? No, no you, I've got more food tastes. Yeah. No, you can absolutely put food in this uh, if you'd like. Oh, but This is going to be a, a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Let's that's go. the idea. And then, of course, online with D-Line later. I got the walker himself here. Brennan vote. It was I pushed it today. It's hot. Yeah, it is hot. I got a little like uh, I swayed a little bit on the last last block of the walk. I was getting kind of dizzy, oh, uh, but I got some water in me, so I'm ready to go. Okay. It's gonna be a good show. I hope you cooled off with some cold pressed juice. I did. <laughs> I did. Over here, I got D line. Let's go, guys. Let's get casual, shall we? Yeah, yeah. I'm so casual I feel like today. even though we're dressed down, like we're still a little too formal for my. Do you think? Like, I, I, I actually just like we've got three people on the set wearing shorts. Would you? I, I which, we, which you I have we already be outlawed. I on thought the we were going to be in B. I'm actually very upset about this. I'm not going to bring it You're up. You're breaking your own rule. We were in B yesterday. I thought we were going to be. We have people today. that watch the show that love seeing our legs, though. That's a true fact. And then over there, of uh, course, I'll, we got I'll, it. I'll, I'll show you the complaints. <laughs> we got Harrison Window. <laughs> they come in. 
People only like seeing my ankles. That's it. Yeah. Um, guys, the story we missed. The story we missed last night. We looked at the schedule. Because we already knew the Nuggets played on Christmas, we didn't even bring up. It's not that they play on Christmas. They are the marquee game. 1230. Yes. Yes. They are. Yes. We rock roll. Maybe they'll put them in the second to last slot or last slot. No. The NBA said, you know what game is more important than every other game on our Christmas Day slate? The Denver Let's Nuggets. Let's go. Well, well no, the well, Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defending champs, but also. Wait, wait, wait. Celtics, Lakers? No. Yeah. Nuggets, Warriors? Yes, absolutely. Well, they want to put the team that has half of its games on national TV. That's true. In the, the, the primo spot. Again, not the Nuggets. Not the Nuggets. Well, I think I already brought this he up did. on the show, but did. I did read that one of the reasons this game got this time slot was because the 49ers play at yeah. night. Doesn't matter, dude. Don't, when, don't, don't sweat. Get out of here with your facts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tell much, us more about the horses. As much as that is probably part of it, they could have always just scheduled a different team, you know, this or that, but they said, no, it's nugget. You could right. have put Lakers, Warriors, because we have to accommodate and we need it. No, they went with this. I actually, we're joking What's here, but I actually think it is meaningful vote. Well, Steph Curry, I think, is personally involved in, I don't know, I don't know the number, but X amount of the most watched games. Still has the, to play somebody. I know, I know, I agree. I'm saying, but they're the defending champs. So that's a that's a good slot, especially because right now the Warriors, I don't think necessarily have a natural rival per se, the way you could look at some of these other teams. Sure. I would say uh, aging. So you look, <laughs> you got to find a prestige team that makes sense in that slot against them. Um, and you're not necessarily looking for like a Celtics-Lakers dynamic with the Warriors. So Nuggets make sense. Again, I, you know, it would have been the Bucks right after the Bucks won. Right. Now it's the Nuggets. They're in that kind of slot. Bucks yeah. track. I think it's a big deal too. I mean, the Nuggets have graduated from the last time slot on Christmas, which they've held the last couple of years. And that, I mean, that's kind of a throwaway slot. It's like the end of the night after a long day of basketball. I mean, that's a lot of eggnog. The fourth, fifth game—it's—it's it's the end of a long ass day. And um, pardon me has been wondering if that's just you know the slot that Adam Silver throws to to the Nuggets to appease Michael Malone. He's like, I, I can't take this guy bitching at me anymore. I'm just going to give him the last slot on oh, Christmas yeah. Day. But now, I mean, now they've got one of the primetime slots like it's it's a big deal this is the game that everybody's tuning in for yeah it's true i mean they i i don't think they were looking to appease michael malone i <laughs> but, <laughs> no, i'm, I'm but joking the you know there is there are all these built-in respect things like if yeah. you have an mvp he should play on christmas uh which they did not abide by a few years ago but it is cool like it is cool that Again, I, d I don't believe that this is because of the Nuggets. I do believe it's because of the Golden State Warriors. But the fact that the Nuggets are playing the Golden State Warriors, all it took was finally winning a championship to get some modicum of respect. Oh, you had to do. It's what beautiful. I love it. Rings, culture, smuggets, come at me. I just I also think that there is something to... I think the NBA and ESPN and the partners that do... do the, that, the television partners, I do think that there's a look at this and saying, like, let's see how they do here. And I just, I'm telling you, I think ratings are going to be really good. And I think there's a little bit of a, remember three years ago, before Murray got hurt, the Nuggets were on the Warriors track. 
They were like, is this the next Warriors? Oh, yes. And then there was the thing of, well, Steph is so fun and Jokic is so boring. But come to find out, that was only because nobody was watching. And then the Lisa Salters is of the world. All these people watched and were like, I had no idea how fun this team is. He's I, a really I, good passer. I honestly think that this is a, hey, is Jokic kind of like almost as fun as Steph Curry to a mass audience? Let's find out. And if ratings pop, I just think that it could be a even, watershed even moment. Even if it's not Jokic, Murray is. Murray, Murray exactly. plays the style that Steph Curry does. Like, there is that. that the, the beautiful thing about the Nuggets is that people came to realize is that they're just like a good team that plays the right way. Fun. And they also are fun. Like, right. Nikola Jokic is fun. But if you don't like Nikola Jokic because you're dead inside, like, Okay, Aaron Gordon dunks with right, ferocity. Right. Yeah. ferocity. Jamal Michael Murray Porter Jr., 40. maybe the best yeah, shooter dude. in the NBA. There's right. a lot There's a lot to the Denver Nuggets. You just never looked at it before. So yeah, yeah, I like it. You Christian Brown. Yeah, I go for it. Yeah. What is it? John Let me hear it. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> America's favorite. Is that what you're going to go with? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Blue blood. <laughs> Christian basketball. Um, let's bring in right now friend of the show and my teammate. Jenna Garcia, let's get her opinion on this Jenna. Christmas Day slate. Is this just about Jenna? There you are. Oh, Wait, Jenna, she's are you going out for, for a walk? walk. <laughs> are you there? And Can we, we hear, can't her, Kill? hear her? Is that our end or her end? Hear me? There yeah, it is. It was our end. We, we can, can hear you can now, you hear Jenna. Me now? Yeah. <laughs> are you out at the actually right now? So you know, just promoting a little bit of syrup here, uh, here in <laughs> Capitol Hill, Denver, the we beautiful don't, city we of don't Denver. Let looks out it's, free it's amazing today. on this podcast, Jenna. You have to well, clear that with here's us the ahead thing. Of time. <laughs> My bad, Harrison. But I, I just am making up for the fact that you all are showing your legs on camera right now. So. <laughs> are What's you are you anti us showing our legs? That's my payment. Pro? It seems like the fans really like votes legs. But maybe because we're getting the biggest angle on his legs, uh, you yeah, know? Because we see a so. lot of them. And yeah. uh, well, there's not that much of them. Yeah, we have thoughts on it. Yeah. <laughs> but Jenna, the Christmas Day slate, Nuggets Warriors is in that primetime slot. We're trying to decide whether or not this is a big deal. In your opinion, is it a meaningful thing that the Nuggets are in the prime spot for Christmas Day? I think so. I think there's also like four games in a row where they play on national TV against big marquee, like, rivals right big names um and i think that's something we've been asking for as nuggets reporters as nuggets fans for years so i do think it's a big deal that they're not just against the warriors but at that time slot specifically now people will finally see them play no more lisa salter's comments like that's not going to be tolerated (laughs) she's also like said something good about the nuggets but we're like angry at it yeah yeah, we, we just sportscaster of the year. Lisa we just Salter. buried her also. So it's not just that, but 22 games on national television, 30. If you count the NBA TV ones, that's fifth most amongst. I mean, to me, this feels I don't know if the Nuggets can go higher than this, honestly, given market size. But I do feel like the Nuggets are at maximum television rating respect. Yeah, I think so. I think they finally like you know, paid their dues. They finally did what everybody wanted them to do. They won the championship. Now we're going to be on TV a lot. Like if you look at the list, we're up there with like big names. Yeah, I agree. All right. Tell me about this tournament this weekend. So what, what's going on? How are you involved in it? And because I'm participating with you, like, are we, is this going to be heavy competition? What should I expect? How, how do I need to eat healthy tonight? What's the deal? (laughs) 
I need you to have a healthy bowel movement before you come to the game, Adam, because we're going up against. <laughs> That's good advice. That's good advice. It, is good advice. it is good advice. Eat your carbs tonight. Okay. You know, tomorrow morning. Stay lean. <laughs> we'll shared right off the court. <laughs> that would be bad because oh we're actually going up against Katie Wingy, Chris Dempsey from Altitude. We're oh also going to be going up against uh, the fan. The fan is bringing a team. Mile High Sports is nope. bringing a team. So this actually really matters. We actually have to, you know, for your reputation mostly, Adam. All right. It's me, Dev, and Jenna. It's a three-on-three -three tournament. No, Dev is playing. We got me. Jenna, what is your game? Just so I can kind of know going into this. What should, what, what, Who's what your you... player comp? <laughs> yeah. JJ Redick. Gerald Wallace. Oh, really? Oh, okay. You're not missing, huh? Best shooter in the tournament. Oh, she froze. Oh, we froze. Did it's we that freeze park Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's <laughs> that park Wi-Fi. That just treaded park Wi-Fi. Uh, take okay. her off, Maybe. see if she comes back in here. Yeah. Let's take a quick break while we try to get Jenna back. I just want to hear, to wrap up with her with this event, I think there's some way that people can participate. And it's also that sports social house, which I know is a thing, um, a, a pretty cool like Top golf esque type thing. So I want to hear about that. But let's take a break. We'll get to that on the other side. Uh, factor meal kits, guys. You can probably take her, take her, off. her off the screen, Kel. Um, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Look, nobody's got time to cook. You know, we all want to eat a healthy, balanced diet. We don't want to be going out to eat all the time. We want to eat at home, but a lot of us just don't have time to cook. Factor meal kits, that's where they come in. Um, if you're too busy with summer plans to cook, check out Factor meal kits. Um, they are fresh, never frozen meals that are just ready in two minutes. All you have to do, pop them in the microwave, heat and enjoy. Then you can get right back outside to soak up the warm weather. Uh, they're healthy. They're good for you. They have protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per saving. Uh, this is called Factor Meal Kits. That so sounds convenient for factor me. Factor Meal Kits. Um, these things taste great too. Uh, from keto to calorie smart, vegan plus veggie options, protein plus, like I said, meals prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. Um, so what you got to do, head to factormeals.com with the code DNVRNUGS50, DNVRNUGS50. Put that code in. You're going to get 50% off your order from factormeals.com. Then they'll just show up on your doorstep, pop in the microwave, two minutes, boom. boom. You're ready to go. These things taste great. So go to factormeals.com slash DNVRNUGS50. Nice. I wrote that down. I'm going to look that up. Are you feeling satisfied? I've got some here today. You can. Oh, rip Kind Love. Kind Love is uh, excited to be an official partner of DNVR and so support another local brand. That he got factor meal yeah, kits. Yeah, I got Kind really Love. Well and we're excited. It's a mutual excitement because Kind Love is a quality dispenser. You can always feel satisfied with their products because they're one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. They've been around since 2010. They cultivate some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. I would know. I've smoked it, fellas. Uh, they've got Ooh. a lot of great stuff in their in their dispensary. All the all the things you would come to expect from dispensary plus their own innovative products like the turbo core technology you have to visit one of their stores in cherry creek or north denver mention dnvr when you do get a dnvr exclusive discount of 25 percent off all kind love flower pre-rolls and that turbo joint line or just check out their website at kindlove.com use code dnvr for online ordering and their full extensive menu and i'll tell you a little bit eyeballs here 
little bit of a, a project we're doing with Kind Love. Oh. There is a collaboration in oh, the works. Oh, is that right? Just saying. Sounds immaculate. Let's bring on uh, Jenna back here. <laughs> what a great promo. Co- you know? Consummate <laughs> professional. <laughs> it seems like it's really coming together. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you is she back? Jenna, there you are. Back I'm back. Um, so real- My phone overheated, you guys. Oh, yeah, because you're outside. Sometimes Jenna. happens in 100 degree weather. It, apparently, apparently it's hot out here. I was just enjoying the sun, you know? There you go. But, uh, all right, yeah, I won't here. name the brand of phone. All righty. Real quickly here, Jenna. So the tournament is tomorrow, and it's at Sports Social House, right? And this is something you've been working with Sports Social House a little bit. I haven't been down. I'm excited to go check it out. What is it? The Basketball Social House, it's basically a bar where the center area is like any other bar, right? But all around it are individual, think karaoke style, individual basketball suites where you can basically rent your suite and go in, play basketball, drink, eat, order food. There's a couch, there's a TV, you can watch the game, but you're also playing basketball and they have a rebounding machine. So you're getting the ball passed out to you. You can run drills, you can train there. You can just hang out there. You can throw parties there. There's going to be this event this weekend is actually a a culture summit, a basketball culture summit, something we're trying to do here in the Colorado area, just bringing hoopers together. There's going to be free five on five pickup all day long for different age groups. 3v3 tournament that Adam already mentioned. We're going to smoke everybody in. So I am not leaving without gold, Adam. I need you to come would, ready to would, play. Ice those knees. Would you, okay? With the bowel movement. With the bowel movement. Would you say we are the favorites going in? Does Vegas have us at the top of the uh, chart here? I would say we're definitely the favorites going in. Like, obviously, it's a little bit of home court advantage since I am there constantly and I work with this uh, restaurant. So I already know the landscape. I already know what's going <laughs> to be going down. And you know what? Because we are VIP that day, Adam, we get to eat and drink for free all day. So I'm just going to be feeding drinks to our opponents, you know. Oh, perfect. Mile High Sports. I'm going to get Zach buy a few drinks for free. And then we're just going to smoke everybody. I I love the idea that you can drink while playing basketball. Two things I would never combine personally. Oh, yeah. Come on. (laughs) All right, Jenna. Well, let's do it. We'll be on social media over the weekend. So follow along um, and hopefully we'll have a trophy to show. Is it a trophy? What do we what do we win if we win? Uh, I hope it's a trophy. If not, I'm going to be making us some like medals, gold medals, you know, something. A World Cup trophy-esque sort of trophy is what I'm looking for. (laughs) All right, Jenna, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Enjoy your summer. Thank you, guys. See you soon. (laughs) I wonder where the uh, 2019 Media Skills Challenge MVP award that was given to me is right now. Did you not get to take it home? Well, I, I did for a year. I, I held on to it for a year. I had to give it back. It's like the Stanley Cup. Yeah. But then there was no more oh. Nuggets Media Skills Challenge competitions. One and done. I, can't I am be- the only ever he champion. He shut, shut it down, man. People were so discouraged. They were like, nobody will ever beat wind. <laughs> Feels like it should be my trophy. Um, <laughs> it should be named after you. Let's have some fun with lineups here, guys. Let's get it. into some actual Nuggets talk here. Um... Lineups are the Nuggets starting lineup is ob, is obviously going to be what wins or doesn't for the Nuggets next year. So the only question usually in the, a year coming into it, it's like what's the starting lineup? What are this or that? The Nuggets, I kind of we kind of know the big one. But here's the thing: I wonder they played eighteen hundred and fifty three minutes last year. 
And I'm just curious if you think they're going to play more or fewer minutes together. Some of this is health dependent, but you can answer this both the literal total minutes, but also the spirit of it. Do you think Denver will have the same rotation? Do you think Denver starters will play the same amount? You asking me? Well, it is a talk show. Like we all kind of give. It yeah, a yeah. you made it. You made a, a, a motion. I didn't know if that, that was, was a short gesture. It was to it was this side short. of the couch. I, yes. I think it was closer to you. Okay, um, I believe <laughs> yes, they would love to keep their starting lineup together. We obviously don't know anything about the bench. The bench is obviously there's a lot of flux there. There's, I mean, all of the changes happened on the bench. Um, so Jeff Green no longer, uh, Bruce Brown no longer. Those are the two. Uh, first guys up off of the bench. Reggie Jackson is going to presumably have a large part of what that looks like. And then, you know, Christian Brown, is he the sixth man? Um, Peyton Watson. I mean, there's Vlatko no longer. I mean, I, the first I one is, have no idea what this bench is going to look like. But the first one is just the idea of, like, the minutes they play. But let me go to a more interesting question for you here, uh, Wind. They had a 13.1 net rating last year, that starting lineup. And if you go month by month, it was like 13.1, 12.9, 13.2, 12.8. Like it was almost the exact same all the way through. And then you got to the playoffs and it dropped to 9.9 or something, right? Yeah. So if I said 13.1, starting lineup next year, higher or lower than 13.1 net? I'm actually going to go higher. Smart, I think. Because what we forget sometimes when talking about the Nuggets last regular season, Nikola Jokic doesn't forget this, of course, but Jamal Murray was bad for the first 20 games. Yep. He was bad. Yep. You know, he hit that game winner against the Blazers. I believe that was yeah. his 20th game. It was that his, kind of, but not the team's. Yep. Right. It kind of set his season uh, into, into motion. But I expect him to be obviously way better at the start of this season than he was at the start of last season. Yeah. And so I, I would go higher. And to your last question as well, I – Almost expect the Nuggets starters to play together more than they did last year, just because there is more uncertainty mm. with the bench heading into next season. Yeah, and then just the potential Bruce instead of Porter with the starter minutes are probably not as likely if right. it were Christian. That's a big swing. Good point. And then there's the I don't know if this one will be different, but it's worth talking about how they approached the end of the season, of course, where that yeah. net rating just fell off a cliff. Right. And it even just a little bit more effort can really <laughs> sustain a bigger number. In April, they were a negative. But, I mean, they only played, like, 50 minutes or something. But just to show how much they, they took were, their foot they off the gas. They were stat deflating. Yeah. They anchored it. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, there's the obvious counter argument that if we're expecting more minutes together, it's a larger sample size. 13.1 is awfully good. Hard to sustain. But I'm with wind that you can point to areas where you go, I don't even think that was the finished product of what we hope to see. Yeah. Right. Uh, I kind of I'm with you guys. Third, I, I'm going to go down on minutes played. Part of this is yeah. just there. I do think Denver maybe comes with a different stagger this year. They're going to be more question marks. I'm going to go down, but I'm going to go up in net rating. I would not be surprised if this was a plus 15, which it doesn't sound like a lot. 13 to 15. Well, it is. is. A lot, yeah. It is actually quite a bit. 13 is. is already like an insane. That's per 100 possessions. That lineup outscores you by 13. That's blowout territory. Every game. Every single game. That's on average. Yeah. And to go up to 15 would be a meaningful leap, but I just would not be surprised. What's the highest you could see that net rating for that group? What's the highest before you go, like, no way for a whole season? Assuming they play, we'll say, 1,200-plus minutes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the limit does not exist. I don't know. If um, I want, really? 
20, 15? Yeah, 15 feels like... So if I told you, actually, it's plus 18 they were this year, you would be like, no way. Yeah, I'd be like, sure. It's a lot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <That's> a lot. <laughs> every game, you, you just expect that they win by 18 points. Uh, well, per 100 possessions, but yeah. And one of the lessons for us in all that has gone the Nuggets way over the years are all the little things that haven't, right? So it's very easy right now to sit here and go, okay, yeah, well, if everyone's healthy and if everyone's together and it all goes the way we want, we could see this. But you have to expect, I think, five games from Jokic, seven to ten from MPJ. You right, know? right, right. Um, maybe just uh, uh, Murray doesn't have it regular season night. Like, those things happen. Things just happen. So uh, there is probably a limit. But What's the number for you? And I want to hear in the chat, too. What's the number to where anything higher than that you would be find hard to believe if I told you right now? I mean, 15 itself is a huge jump, right? Wow. So I do think, like, I'll, I'll probably go there, but... To the spirit of the point, that is there a is there significant headroom here? I would say yes. I'll say seventeen because to me, if you told me they had a plus seventeen, I don't think I'd bat an eye. I'd be like, oh wow, they, it was a great year. But to me, it's not that surprising. If you told me eighteen, I'd kind of be like, holy crap, what do we win? Sixty games? Yeah. But if you told me seventeen, I'd be like, hey man, that lineup is really good. They now have one full year of not just playing a regular season together, but a postseason that brought them even more together. So if you told me out of the package, that's just a lineup that is that lineup is a positive all but three times next year. And then half the time they're like a plus 15 or something raw numbers, not net. I wouldn't be shocked. This is all of these like little thought exercises we do just come down to how motivated are the Nuggets to perform in the regular season? Have they are they to the point where they want to be looked at as a juggernaut or are they already into the part where they just want to make the playoffs? And I have, I honestly don't know. Their starting unit is good. I mean, they can do whatever they want. Can it I, really is up to them. I'm going to share an insight on Jokic here that I, that I believe it's a chore. A lot of basketball is a chore. And so the idea of motivation in November, December is a fair one. How hard is he? How aggressive this or that? But in basketball, it's rare for when the ball gets popping or when a team falls into such a nice groove that it's just, to me, that is the most fun thing there is. That's not work. That's not anything. It's just, and we know Yoke, and I honestly think, again, that Yoke feels this way about basketball too, that when the team is playing in sync, there's nothing more fun. You'll play hard, and it's not even playing hard. You're just like motivated to do it. And so part of me thinks, the question of like how motivated will they be is only half of it. If they naturally have the rhythm that they had established in the for most of the year in the playoffs next year, only on another level, they might just be like, you know what's fun? This. And we're really good at it. And we can do it at 90% speed and dominate. Well, and it's fun. So we're doing it every time. That's what happened to the Warriors. That's too. exactly and, what and, happened. And I don't even like the going for the record. Like that stuff, I think, almost happened. Right. What as, as a symptom of what happened first right. was they're like, holy shit. Let's do this every night. Every night we're in rhythm. We can. Yeah, this we're is just in rhythm. Awesome. Let's go. And and I, th you could see it in there. As serious as the Warriors are and have been, when it gets time to it, there's a palpable joy when they're at their best. And I think you're right that it's almost f the calculation. Right. Let's just hoop. Let's that, just. Hoop. I love that you brought up the Warriors because to me that is exactly what happened. And I could see it with Jokic. I could see him playing really hard in November and December. Not really hard as in he's pushing himself. But we're like, man, he seems dialed in. And why is he dialed in? Because it's so fun when the team is doing that. And it sucks when they're not. And if they're not, 
He's probably not going to save them in October, November the way he will in April, May, and June. Yeah. But yeah. he might not have to because that's what happened with the Warriors. They right. just found that rhythm over and over and over again, and everybody had fun. All right. Speaking of the Warriors, real quick, they were the best five-man lineup last right. season. 21.9 net rating. Jesus. Yeah. How many minutes? 300. So about a little under half of what the Nuggets starting lineup played. Wasn't the Nuggets starting lineup? Oh, yeah, 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 right. It's a pretty significant sample size difference. Yeah, but yeah. it is a good lineup. They were really, right. really good. But at that. the Nuggets yeah. starting lineup, like, it was one of the top lineups in the league in terms of minutes played. Right, right. Um, let's get to this one here because I find it interesting. Most, or actually, most interesting lineup. Now, this is the one where it's like, it doesn't matter if it has any chance of playing. What would just be the lineup that you find to be the most interesting one? I'll start with you, Wind. Well, I mean, I'm very interested to see what the bench lineup looks like definitely and i think the most likely bench lineup is just you know running back the jamal murray stagger mm. so you've got jamal murray reggie jackson christian brown zeke naji and um peyton watson that to me is like a six on the interest scale that's what i'm saying i'm not that interested yeah. in that lineup like, I don't think that lineup is going to be great. I don't really want to see it that much. I feel like we are going to see it a lot. Um, I am going to use this to talk about the bench lineup that I want to see, and that's with Michael Porter Jr. out there. Yeah. And it's Nicole Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Ooh. Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, and Reggie Jackson. Yeah. So, I mean, that is the bench lineup I want to see. Am I confident that Michael Mullen's going to go to it? No, because we know that... They prefer to stagger Jamal Murray with the bench, not Michael Porter Jr. But I think having Porter out there, getting a chance to see what he can do with more offensive responsibility, get him some more shots in those bench lineups, you know, have him out there with a lot of defense around him with Christian Brown and Peyton Watson, two guys that can really fly around and make plays. I want to see that lineup. And um, I think it could lead to, honestly, a second unit that, can hurt teams. Yeah. I, I'm going to go next because mine is similar. Because this was most interesting. Not necessarily most interesting bench lineup, but just most interesting. I don't think we're going to see a single second of this. Maybe not. We're going to take a while. But if it's Murray and Reggie spot. So you go with Murray, Porter, and Jokic, the offensive big three of this team. <laughs> and then you go bench. with Christian Brown and Peyton Watson, the puppies of the team. To me, that's the perfect blend. Peyton that, Watson, that feels to me like the playoff bench lineup. I mean, maybe yeah. it could be. Maybe we do see it a whole lot. But to me, that is the present and future lineup. But it also just so happens to make sense as a coherent one. And then lastly, when you have Porter at power forward, I just love it's not a great I don't know if it's a great defensive lineup, although you do have Peyton and Christian Brown. Maybe they grow into the ability to cover for you there. But I do love MPJ stretching the court, Murray Jokic two man game. And then what do you have? Two wings that stay in their lane and slash and Brown and Peyton. I just I hope we see that one because to me it'd be so fun. Slight modification from you guys. Reggie Jackson is not in my most interesting <laughs> lineup, but I am interested in the bench. I'll take Jokic out of this simply because I kind of like cheating. It Whenever he's in, it's yeah, like yeah. Not I'm not that interested in it. It works. <laughs> it works. So this isn't about bench though. No, I, I understand. So but Murray, Christian, Peyton, MPJ, and Zeke. And so you have three kind of rangy athletes that can play defense, that can get out and run a little bit. Porter and Zeke together can maybe rebound just enough. And the idea is, you know, Murray can run a little bit. There's a little more floor spacing. And maybe this is the best way to experiment a budding chemistry between Murray and Porter and then also getting Porter more looks without getting out of what you really want to do when the best five are on the floor. Yeah. Also, 
I just think you have to get a look at Zeke because even if you get to the deadline, like you don't want to not know right. what that you looks got, like. He'll pl- I think they'll know what they got in Zeke. Uh, me too, let but me, that's just why he slots into this Let lineup. me give you one. Let me set you up for one that's tailored for you. Give me the MPJ lineup. We want MPJ to be option number one in this lineup. What's the best lineup you can build where he is the go-to guy? Well, then I think it's that one, but instead of Murray, it's Reggie. And so you go Reggie, Christian, Peyton, MPJ, and Zeke. Is that a good lineup? No. it's not a good one (laughs) the question with mpj is so funny because (laughs) thanks for the (laughs) follow-up it's not no no i actually wonder if michael porter jr's best position is the four it is he's great at the three he you know he's an unbelievable floor stretcher unbelievable shooter he's gotten great chemistry found some great rhythm with nicole Jokic in the two-man game in those dribble handoffs and just the actions that they run but if you think about just how much he can bend and hurt a defense when he's playing the four as opposed to the three, and if that was next to a Nikola Jokic, like the possibilities are endless. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you think about like his rebounding and the type of players he'd be guarding at the four compared to players he'd be guarding at the three. I think in a lot of different situations, he'd be a full-time four. Right. But Denver, he's a three and he's great at it. I mean, it's a freaking deadly lineup nobody can stop it but i just want to see more michael porter jr at the four you know what you can't do if you have a lineup that you feel confident the other team can't just say yeah and our five guards there four and lurks right you can't cheat in the corner yeah Yeah. oh you murder him all right eric i'll give you this one which i've been thinking about nuggets are down one with 15 seconds to go you call timeout is that you need a bucket what lineup do you put on the court I mean, the starters. <laughs> the Nuggets are now up one. They need to get a stop. What five-man lineup? 15 I seconds. Mean, what lineup do you put out there? So the most, I honestly think like the most interesting thing to me going into the season is what do we have in Watt? Like, is he the defensive stopper? It is. Does he have what it takes in the way, in, in high leverage moments? We saw him in down the stretch where the moments were not big, but he shined. Is he mature enough? to be able to, you know, not bite on fakes, keep his head about him. Uh, Christian, another guy you look at, like just an absolute defensive stalwart. Um, I mean, I would probably do... So the off the offense part, you think just starters? It doesn't matter. Oh, do I put Jokic in this? <laughs> do I put Jokic in this? There have been times where he's been taken out for defense, uh, but I probably would keep Jokic. And he was. You need was, rebounding. Yeah, you do. So I would go Jokic. I would go. Oh man, Gordon's on there. I mean, I would probably put. I would honestly put maybe put Christian at the one, like to guard there to okay. guard there there one. I would put. Piwat in there maybe to guard the three or the two. I mean, that's the biggest question. Are you trusting Piwat? What if you need over a stop? Porter? Oh, I'm trusting Piwat over Porter. Yes. Already? Yes. See, I think the lineup. If you need you know a what? stop, is there still room on the uh, MPJs being slandered over here? <laughs> But I'm not gonna. Peyton stop. Watson is a defensive. The idea specialist of Peyton Watson in sounds great. Like, I, I mean, it's not that it's not that Michael Porter Jr. can't do it, but if you're telling me I have to get a stop, and I have a guy that the reason he's right. on this this team is because logic. he is known to be a defensive minded player, yeah. like that that to me is more uh, enticing. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see something from but Peyton Watson yeah. before I can trust him in right. that situation. If I need a stop, I'm going. The starters, but just Christian Brown for Michael Porter. Yeah, I think that's the right. I, I and I agree. My point in this exercise was the Denver starters might be their best 
offensive and defensive closing lineup and Porter being swapped out situationally depending on who who it is or what have you is really the only thing I can see. And that's kind of wild that very few teams have their starting lineup be their best situational lineups as well. And Denver might be a position where they are sans that one piece that you might put in. And maybe the big difference between that and last year is that Christian is not a ball handler. So he can come in and say, I can play defense in place of Porter, but it's not. There were times where part of it was let's get another guard on the floor right. too. And Christian is a guard, but not in that way, not a ball handler. So that's a, a big difference. So then I, the last lineup I have here that I think is interesting, you guys know I'm a big Jalen Pickett guy. I don't know if you guys have heard What? Of. Wait, which, really it's actually been a while since I've heard which one is wait, Are wait. you still a Jalen Pickett who? guy? I'm still a big Jalen Pickett guy. But I do think that. The team's not going to bend to him, so he's going to have to fit in. But over time, could you, could he be good enough that they're like, okay, well, how do we maximize him? Here's what I think would be the maximized Jalen Pickett bench role. I so, I that. mean, I could easily give him Jokic this. I love that this gets uh-huh. into the rundown. It gets its own rundown. It gets its <laughs> own thing. Unbelievable. Because we, we just passed over the Jamal Murray lineup <laughs> yeah. for the Jalen Pickett lineup. <laughs> Again, those guys, we already know what their best lineups are. I'm trying to say this is one that could actually be meaningful because it might actually be Denver's best rotation. All right, let's hear it. So, you obviously, Jalen Pickett's at point guard. Okay. Has to be. I think you give him KCP as his shooting guard. Okay. So, you have a great shooter. He's very good at running that rub action where you try to get a switch, and if they don't switch, you get your shooter releasing for he a quick one. Very good at that one. It's KCP, also a good defensive player. You give him Peyton Watson. He's off the bench as well. He's at the three. Okay. Gives you a slasher. Gives you a secondary ball handler, perhaps, as the season goes on. Michael Porter at the four. So this is a double stagger lineup. This is not a single one. This is a double stagger. You're Ooh. giving him MPJ to shoot. You're giving him KCP to shoot, and then Zeke Naji to switch everything. So this is a switch everything lineup that has shooting in knockdown shooting in KCP and Michael Porter. It has that gives them oh, enough space to run booty ball. Enough space, which is important here. I'm dead serious. You can run pick and pop with Porter. You could run pick and pop with Zeke, and I think that this is the lineup. And by the way, Brown, Pickett, and Zeke are already the bench. So this is kind of the natural rotation anyway. It just would require you staggering two players instead of one. But to me, if I knew that was Denver's plan going into it, they're like, you know what? This is the rotation we want. I would be like, I am so in on this year. It might have a bumpy start, but I am so in on that being the best. That to me has the best potential of any rotation the Nuggets could throw. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting to see just how Jalen Pickett's season goes, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I think a lot of it is dependent on how Reggie Jackson fares. Yes, it is. I mean, if Reggie Jackson is competent, I don't know how much we see of Jalen Pickett, you know? But if Reggie Jackson is iffy, we've said this all summer, we would not be surprised if Jalen Pickett's thrown into there pretty early on. I like it. All right, let's take a break. On the other side... Let's get casual. Let's snake so draft. Good. Let's do it. I have a list of overrated things <laughs> that spans. This, this guarantees <laughs> to be the end of this podcast. It really is. <laughs> my, I have some that are really going to be offensive to people. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm the overrated my... foods draft was such a hit. We've just expanded yes. it to overrated. <laughs> yeah, we've realized, we realized everything. We've realized uh, outrage equals eyeballs. That's all anybody <laughs> wants to talk about. When you get hurt, facts and shankers here to help. 
the coolest thing about Bax and Shankers, you don't pay them any money until they win your case. That is pretty sick. Call them up, give them your case. They start working on it. You're not paying them any money that right then. Um, you can check in with them, see how it's still not paying them any money. You only pay Bax and Shanker money if they win your case. And you're probably gonna have to pay them in the end because they do win a lot of cases. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. All throughout Colorado, they've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. They've got 30 lawyers, 100 people on staff. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call. 303-222-2222. Just mash that two button. Let's go. You'll either get back or Shanker on the other line. <laughs> yeah, uh, find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Hey, have you guys heard about pins and aces? Hey. They're hey. so cool. They make you look so cool on the golf course. They make you feel confident. Stay cool while looking cool, even in the heat. Yeah, they're the official golf apparel partner of All City and DNVR, baby. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve. That's just what it sounds like. To, to sleep keeps your beer cold. Sick. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR. Receive 15% off your order, your first order, and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. I got mine. It's awesome. I can wear it casually. I can work out in it. I can wear it in the heat. I love the material. Check out pins and aces. They're dope. There you go. All right. Snake draft time. Oh, oh, the interesting thing about this one is usually we're obsessed about the order. This one, like, it's so broad. No, it, doesn't it doesn't even matter. It does not matter. Give us any spot. Kale, you, can you, you bring up the board? A, you need a really solid first-round pick, though, I feel like. Oh, boy. I mean, it, I, I can't wait for this. Who goes first? Vote gets number one. Oh, okay. right. like, Well... There's a safe Tatum? thing I can do. Potato here. chips. Boston, the Northeast. What are we going? Can you, throw the city of, can you throw the city of Boston up there? Oh, today? Boston is overrated. <laughs> I actually, I have a state city on my list, too. Oh, wow. Hoping to get in the second round. All right, Boston. Boston's off the board. What's the most overrated thing about Boston? The Celtics. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, they have won a lot of championships. I thought you were just going to say the people. Yeah, but like before the Cold War. This is a long time ago. <laughs> so you probably should just put the Celtics. Is what I'm, what I'm no, I just I he like hates this. Boston, though. Yeah, it goes it's, deeper it's than this. It's broader. Yeah, you know, I'm comfortable. Listen, I'm comfortable with my pick. Your turn. It's a good pick. Thank you. Ooh, my number one pick. Most overrated things. I think I'm going to go with. A college degree. Dang it, that was number one. <laughs> a college degree. A co I, I possess a college degree. You do? Same. Um, most, a lot of people here don't. Uh, it really, it in the company. Really? Yeah. Adam's like, surprised. I did not know about this. I had to do a better job. <laughs> uh, but also, <laughs> overrated. <laughs> but it, it really depends on what path you want to take in life. But for most people, you can save yourself. Forty grand or whatever. Like, it's 40, a lot more than 40, that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. a year. That's a semester. Yeah, this is a guy yeah. that went to college in the eighties. Yeah, so college degree is good. That was number one on my board. Okay, wow. well, listen. Okay, that that's like when you type it into Google and you're like, "What's the most overrated thing?" Yeah, yeah who would do that? <laughs> All right, what do you got, Wind? Um, I mean, I don't know if I have any like first round picks on here. Um, <laughs> what? My number one pick. This is something I've always thought is overrated throughout my entire life and i could not get every i cannot understand all my friends obsessions with it and all their parents obsessions with it milk 
It's a great point. Wow. Milk is disgusting. It's hilarious. Milk. I cannot believe people drink it. It's only good in cereal. This and is maybe such a good a boulder take. A splash in a cup of coffee. How do we feel about the derivations of milk? Ice cream. Uh, all That's the, true. All the things that milk. I am just saying, I am basing it like a milk glass of milk. milk. A glass of milk. Form. I would go over to like my friend's house when I was in middle school, and their mom would pour me a glass of milk. No, and Stephen I'm like, Klansberg. are you kidding? <laughs> you guys actually drink this? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, wow. I think it's a hilarious pick. This draft... <laughs> It's we're gonna already. get so we're gonna get so I'm gonna go for most offensive, but I'm gonna start soft. I'm gonna ease into this. My number one bring that comment. My number which one? Milk is amazing. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, this is regional. This is regional. This milk is a boulder is take. Disgusting. If you're from like, you know, the the heartland of America, milk is something you drink your whole life. Yeah. Um but yeah, and it's disgusting. Well, it's what <laughs> it isn't if it's part of who you are. Um bathtubs. Now I know people will say bathtubs, but here's huh. what I'm telling you. Baths? I did real no bathtubs. Oh. Because I, you know, did real estate for a long time, <laughs> you know, whatever. You'd always put a bathtub in a bath, and then everyone would come into the house and go, Ooh, a tub. You know how many times that person will take a bath in their yeah. time living in yeah. that house? Three. I actually really agree with this. Every shower should be a standing shower. Yeah. Like a, a walk-in shower type thing. Yes. And then but I'm telling you, but people will pay. Ten, fifteen thousand dollars more for a house because Clawful. it has a bath. It has a bathtub. A that they will never That's crazy. Use. I would think it'd be the other way. You no. would pay for the glass door shower. No, you pay way more for the bathtub. That is crazy. And I might insane. save a lot of money. And on I'm a house not kidding. When I did this, I have sh I've been in a house for, like showing a person a house or something twenty thousand times, and every single time they walk in and go, "Look at that bathtub! Wow, <laughs> unbelievable!" And I'm always like, "It's huge, but." This is a real suburban adult. It, take. Oh, it's such a. I yeah. love it. I love it. Look All at right. our first round. What a it, wide variety. What a range. All right. I'm going with my second pick, Logic. I think Logic is massively <laughs> oh overrated. Bro, okay. Logic? Logic. Uh, we, right, we all know you, philosophy degree, like yada, uh, yada, yada. I'm saying, here's the thing. This is a terrible pick. Computers, wow. computers are logical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Humans are logical and emotional, and I think that people overrate their logical component of themselves. I Nerd! This, I think... <laughs> That's I, a good pick, right? I don't even think I agree with your this premise. This is a terrible you pick. Don't? I don't think I agree with your major premise. Yeah, this I, is rough. I think... I would you, say emotion is way more overrated. No way. It's. I'm telling you, it's, it's become underrated. I don't think enough people utilize logic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That wow! Logic. Wow, okay. I'm this telling, is, this is killing the draft. No, it's it's I'm telling you, it's this is, like, this is again a top ten most overrated thing on Google. So this you is, don't like when people think through the consequences of things they do. What, if I do this, you what know, happens actually, next? This what is happens actually next? What happens Kurt next? Vonnegut a little bit where he says the most we feel like ourselves when we're wrestling with the dog on the floor. Like this is, is in our, well, I believe this in is the like, emotion oh, yeah, makes you human. Your logic. I believe in that. I just don't think people rate logic highly. Oh, I think they rate it supremely highly. I mean, it's like the it's foundation on which our society is built. Very important, but, uh, no, but also overrated. Or, Embrace or also, your emotional, your emotional hey, listen, side. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry about you know figuring out if you can budget for your meals. People make so make, many make life sure. decisions based on their logic, and yeah, I'm like, saying major life like, decisions need to also when you make a big life decision. Think about what I you would do when you were wrestling a dog. I rest by my case. <laughs> I don't I think enough people you listen. Listen, it's your your draft. It's not mine. Logic overrated. All right, Harrison's going with French onion soup. Next pick. Uh, my number two pick. 
Uh, something that's synonymous with American culture, but I find incredibly oh, oh overrated. Boy. Oh boy. Parades. Yeah. Oh, we no! just had the greatest parade of all time. Oh my god. Other than a other parade? than a championship no, he parade. Threw it out. I'm, you know what? Fourth wow. Eric Harrison just branded himself. <laughs> just say Jokic next. Bro. Yeah, Jokic. Pick horses. Fourth of July parade, oh, like parade. Labor Day parade, yeah, St. Patrick's Day parade, I St. Agree. Patrick's Day parade. Unfortunately, Thanksgiving Day parade. What are we doing? Why do we need a parade for these holidays? Win might be right about parades in general. Hey, I'm telling N- you, guys. Nuggets parade stands. Yeah, I mean those are a different category. But like this Americana a- parades. I like both of Win's picks. You you I don't you at line all. up on a street to like watch somebody in a costume walk. This really, Win has had a full attack on Middle America. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know what parades are? They're community. We Wind, used to do even one. Even try not to be. We, we, <laughs> used to, <laughs> we used to do this little neighborhood. In my old neighborhood, one every Fourth of July, there was a neighborhood uh, parade. It was like a simple little thing where we walked around the park. I love. I thought it was the coolest thing. I don't eh. disagree with the overall premise because I have been at parades where I watched the PT Cruiser Club go by yeah, for like yeah, five yeah. minutes. I'm like, why? Why am I here? Exactly. <laughs> however, yeah. however, the championship parade did just happen, and it was one of the most monumental moments dope. of my life. And so that that cuts into that a little bit. That's true. Um, all right, Eric. All right. You know what I'm going to go with? Uh, hot coffee. Hot coffee, entirely overrated. Iced coffee, the superior form of coffee. This is bullshit. Uh, I don't enjoy hot coffee. I never drink it. I don't like anything that when I get it, I have to wait 10 minutes before I'm able to even start drinking See, it. See, that's what I like hot about little it. little sips on the day. I want to drink the coffee. I want to enjoy it uh, by in consuming it. Like, okay. I, don't want, I don't want the idea of it to be looming. I mean, I, it's not logical, yeah. I would say. No, no, no. <laughs> it's very supremely logical. Here, you're losing my, out on the experience <laughs> of the coffee. Here's my biggest pushback. Because you're just trying to get it Half in your, your system. Half your iced coffee is Water. That's a good point. Really good uh, point. Half of every beverage is water. No, I'm actually, no, I actually not of a coffee. So see, to Harrison's point, if you order an iced coffee, like out at a, a Starbucks, right, or just any coffee place, do you trust for sure that the cream to coffee wa- or ice to water ratio is appropriate, or do they just drown you in water yeah. and milk? Yeah. I mean, half your drink is ice, uh, which is water. You should look at the ingredients of every beverage. Yeah, true. It actually is mostly water. Uh, all right. of every We're going to hate everybody's list here. Vote. I suddenly, like, a wave of anxiety about how this whole draft is going for us just washed over me. <laughs> I'm glad I can't see the numbers right now. Okay. They're terrible. I'm going to go with dressing up. I'm dressing go up? Dressing up. Like Covering formal, your legs. Like yeah. formally? <laughs> Yeah, like, okay. wear, or also, I mean, wearing clothes, but dre- <laughs> dressing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels nice. It's a lot of work to look a certain way for a very short amount of time. What do you do the first thing you get home? You take that shit off because right. you want to be more comfortable than you were. Uh, as someone who eats like an animal, regardless of where they're at, it makes staying nice difficult throughout the night. <laughs> Plus, it's expensive. And like, you could just vibe out and buy flower shirts. Dressing up, overrated. Wild man, I think. I mean, I think there's always a time and a place for dressing up. It's Harrison sits here, 90 degree weather with a sweater on. It's actually very cool in this studio. Harrison saying, I think there's a time and place for dressing up, unsurprising. Okay, for my next pick, I am going to go with golf. I think most of you just want to go for walks with your boys. Go for walks more often, bring some Bud Lights on the walk. 
I will say I've really gotten into <laughs> golf over these last few weeks. Me and my wife, we have a standing up. I like it, man. I've been having a good time. Golf's great. Golf's golf great. is great. It's good if, you if, if, if you're good at golf, yeah, you have to get golf good at it. is great. Oh, yeah, you're just not good. Yeah, that's really uh, what it comes down to. I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Listen, not very this goes good in line either. with dressing up. I find it hard oh, to get into golf a, establishments. Dude, you guys are going to find that. Listen, I think golf is cool when it belongs to the common man. I once did played golf with buddies. I didn't know what I was doing. But we were wearing shorts yeah. and like a haggard, like a tank top or something. Yeah, you're just, outdoors. Yeah, outdoors yeah. and an all rundown course, yeah. rocking around with a thirty that, rack. That was a blast. Dude, I'm, that's how but I But my golf. grandpa belonged to a golf club, and I have never hated a place yeah. that I was in more in my you're life. You're both wrong. You don't and like right. pretense, is what you yeah. don't like. Golf is one of the great things in life if you play it correctly. Okay, yeah. fine. Golf culture, whatever. Yeah, I believe golf, golf culture. Golf culture is Can great. Can I do golf there culture? All right. All right, what do you got, Eric? Uh, wow, let's see. Okay, Big pick right here. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like who, who should I? Who's gonna be upset with this pick? The, uh, you know what I'm gonna go with? Zombies, zombie movies, zombie yeah, TV this, this shows. This is a good pick. The premise of zombies is so The Walking overrated. Dead, maybe most overrated show ever. Zombies are a good basically a good an pick. allegory for uh, our society falling. We always go immediately to zombies. What happens after the apocalypse? What are human beings? Uh, what are we left with? It's, but there's no innovation. We keep going. The the closest thing we have is The Last of Us, and they're like, no, they're not zombies. They're mushroom people. They're zombies. They're zombies. I don't care what everybody right. says. They're zombies. Zombies is such an overrated, overused uh, trope. And it's so boring at this point. I had The Last of Us on my list, and I'm I'm taking it off because you have zombies. Yes, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, didn't do it for me. Yeah, zombies is about tapped out. I, feel I like, like that actor. I don't. I like the yeah. look. You know, there's things you can like about a show. Slava Ava once agree. told me that I look like a white Pedro Pascal. I don't see it at all. Oh, uh, you kind of see it. I'll take it. I'm gonna take it. All right, win. All right, third round pick. I'm going with Vegas clubs. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Vegas clubs, <laughs> Walter. <laughs> I. The only good part about Vegas clubs, you can only enjoy Vegas clubs if you're absolutely loaded. And if you're willing to drop so like five to ten thousand dollars in a night, that's Bro, the just, only way you clubbing. can enjoy it. Yeah, on my clubbing list. Too. Clubbing yeah. is on my list. So, yeah. I mean, you can say that DJs. specifically Vegas <laughs> clubs. I mean, I've gone to a bunch of clubs in my day. I will never go again unless I have a table, and that means I'm either throwing down a ridiculous amount of money or with somebody who's throwing down a ridiculous amount of money. Like, the lines to get in, again, if you don't have a table, are, like, hours long. You have to dress up. You're, yeah. It's like, That's pretty tough, it, isn't it, when you have to dress up? It's ridiculous. Um, and then, like, you get in there. If you're trying to, like, do it on a budget, you get one bottle. That lasts 15 minutes once everybody pours a drink, maybe even less. And then they're like, all right, so you want another bottle? And you're like... No, I don't want to drop another grand, but then you have to leave if you don't. So it's it's ridiculous, Vegas clubs. I like it. I don't want to tweet this I, one First out. of all, I just feel like we all hate Vegas clubs. Yeah. We do. Uh, I feel like yeah, that's pretty yeah, even. Be, We've to been be. to Vegas together. You, we know you can see like. us. You can um, see us. We're on the My TV. last one, and then we'll take a break after this one. Hamilton. God oh, damn it. That was on my pick. list. Yes. Oh, great <laughs> pick. Hamilton. That's Absolutely. actually good. I actually this should have been the first overall. I, I know it, it is good. I like it. It is I don't good. Really hate it, but, but, I a, but you, it's overrated. You ever watch something after it's already been taken off and you're like, I'm ready for this to be the greatest thing of a decade? And you watch it and you're like, 
It was I, good. I thought Hamilton was good the first time I watched it. I was unable to make it through. Sorry, Kale. <laughs> really? Uh, musical theater is <laughs> musical atrocious. Theater. We, should, we should have just made a list yeah, of musical Kale's theater. Kale, by the way, I did <laughs> check Kale's face. So <laughs> I did check his face when we said that. He wasn't thrilled. I, I thought this was going to be controversial. I'm so glad I got yeah, this one. It no, is no. good, and it is overrated. It's, yeah, that's exactly I, how I, I think feel. you're right. It's a great pick. All right, let's take a break on the other I side. I just feel like it's Two more rounds of this. How my mom would rap through it. It's so true. Hey, let's make education. It definitely feels like something my like sociology teacher would have it's done so in brutal. tenth grade. It's so brutal. It turns out it's where uh, this came. Everyone's God. like genius. I th- we're giving up too much of ourselves. People like us less. For yeah, sure. so <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR, and the official beer of the month at the DNVR bar is the Mountain Beach Sour. Six dollars for a Mountain Beach Sour at the DNVR bar the entire month of August. So if you're local, first stop in. Uh, tonight it's Friday. We got Friday Night Live with the Avs crew. Uh, are they doing a live podcast? Yes, they're doing a live pod downstairs at the bar. Rudo and Megan, stop in if you're in the area. Uh, watch the podcast, hang out, drink a Mountain Beach Sour for six dollars. Next week we're doing our Friday Night Live at oh, the DNVR yeah. bar book signing. Stopping for that. Uh, but Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, beer of the month, Mountain Beach Sour. It's $6 here, but you can find it wherever Breckenridge Brewery is sold. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the beer locator on their website. Type in your zip code, get you Breck Brew wherever you are. It's a great time to sign up to become a DNVR diehard. You can come to the bar and talk with us about, you know, all the things that you like that we hate. You know what I mean? Like, we love to tell you about the things you thought were cool that we hate. That's why you <laughs> like listening to us. That's why you like hanging out with us. No, but actually, it's a great time to sign up and become a DNVR diehard. It's an awesome time to stop by the bar one week from today, August 25th. Live pod, live show with the fellas. What a treat. And there's more. We're also going to sign those books. So if you have purchased Golden Era, come bring your book chill with the fellas, grab our signatures. You can come buy the book here, talk nugs, hang out with other diehards, enjoy. And that's the kind of thing that you can um, expect from the DNVR bar. And you can expect all kinds of discounts and bonuses at events when you are a member. Sign up, free t-shirt at sign up. And every year after 20% off all merch, 20% off all events and much more. Go to the DNVR.com now, become a member. Die hard, excuse me. Don't don't forget, guys, by the way, next Friday, our live show right here at the DNVR bar. We're gonna be doing a live show at six o'clock and then hanging out with all of you beautiful people. Come on down, let's hang out. It's been a whole summer or half a summer. Oh, it's been a whole summer. We haven't hung out. Get out here. We're gonna do a live show. Gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna push this really hard starting next week. Um, all right, I'm we're back here doing a snake draft of most overrated things. I'm taking the 80s. I've oh. always thought the 80s were massively overrated interesting, culturally interesting, and all of this stuff. Hair bands, you know. Okay. There right. are some good movies. I'll give the 80s has some good, like, classics, you know, Back to the Future yes. and Indiana Jones. Yep. Like, there's some good stuff in there. But I think the general 80s vibe is so, like, there's a nostalgia for it where it was actually pretty lame. We've moved on to the 90s now. The 90s is now the prevalent I love uh, the 90s. vintage. You love the 90s, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the 90s. Very good. Yes. This 70s, is all, this great, is sick. 90s, great. Time, 80s. time, just so everyone understands, a flat circle. Yeah, flat circle. <laughs> but 80s, do you have a thing for 80s? I mean, that, I, this is all of this comes down to nostalgia. This is when I was a child, so there are things that I look back on very fondly. But, I mean, like, 80s movies are mostly terrible. I mean, like, <laughs> the pacing is weird. They're, like... Oddly, um, like they're like they're way more racy and like way more like uh, 
I don't know. It's like dirty than you think they are. <laughs> like kids movies are like way dirtier. Yeah, than the a 80s. little dirtier. That is true, right? 80s too? Like, was this like ancient? Yeah, a little bit. In fact, to the point where it's far enough back that I like bleed 80s and 70s stuff together. Whereas yeah, I could really? say I know distinctly what is 90s. I would actually say, okay. you know, it's so far in the past. It's like boring to me. You know? <laughs> gotcha, like, gotcha. Um, like yeah. the 40s and 30s are this to me. All right, what do we got? All right, I'm up now. I am going to go with New Year's Eve. Oh, most overrated man, holiday. No, no, I actually kind of, no, I'm kind of with this. I'm kind of with this. New Year's a Eve. A lot of build up. You get dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time you've picked my pick within yeah. your pick. You're either going to oh. somebody's house or some event that you have to pay a ridiculous cover charge for. Man. Then midnight hits. Oh, yeah, yeah, midnight, New Year, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then the worst part about New Year's Eve, finding a way home. Yeah. Ubers are ridiculously <laughs> it's expensive. It's true. You don't want to drive because you've probably been drinking, and it's like the biggest night for DUIs of the year, obviously. It's impossible to get home. It's yeah, usually you did some research. It's usually ridiculously cold on New Year's Eve, so walking is probably out of the question. This is well Plus, argued. This is well argued. It's well argued. I like so if, disagree, if you're with like your wife or girlfriend, points. she's probably wearing heels. She can't walk anywhere. You have to get a ride. Um, it's you're spending a ton of money. It's just the most overrated holiday. I've, I've found in my life, like, and it can just be any freaking day. Yeah, I've, I've found in my life, like, the anxiety to like make sure that you are at the right New Year's right. event. You got to have that, a plan. You well, got to be like, all right, where are we going? Yeah. I man, you've made a really good argument, but I will say this is what I'm talking about. That's a very logical argument. Like, we can get logic and ruin everything. <laughs> I'm saying there's an emotional thing about the transition of one year to the other, the passing of time, the reflection on it. I like New Year's. I'm a big fan. Alright, Eric, what do you got? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So many overrated things. Alright, I'm going to go in the same vein as I did before. Superhero movies are a good one, vastly yeah. overrated. Yeah. They started the problem with. You them should is just that put Marvel in there. The well, the problem with superhero movies is that it's that it started off strong. There were some good ones, interesting ones, and now, unfortunately, the capitalists have gotten involved. Yeah, they realize that Disney is involved, and they just cannot stop pumping these things out. Obviously, there are decades and decades of source material, but it's got me thinking that uh, you know maybe a lot of those uh, comic books weren't good. <laughs> so true. These, a lot of a lot of the same premise over and over. A lot of uh, guys punching other guys into buildings, even though it does nothing but ruin the buildings. Right. Then they right. just fly off. They're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks cool though. <laughs> it does look cool. <laughs> Still never seen one. You guys know my take. All right, but what do you got? Round out your thing here. Two picks. All right. In case I haven't seemed cranky enough, uh, I'm good on tennis. I'm good on TikTok, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm good on TikTok. Let's get old. Yeah. I just <laughs> vote is the oldest. I'm telling you. When vote, we took, well, vote no, wants to this. sit around we, listen, naked. We took things. I do. <laughs> we took things online, and I thought that there was that was a logical progression. It was a logic to, to to move some of society online, right? Both metaphorically and literally. To become digital, I thought was not a departure from our human nature. <laughs> the way Sorry, we have crunched consuming anything and content into just 30 second bells and whistles yeah and it needs a thumbnail and it's something's got to be in all caps and there's a there's like a noise going on and there's in the corner of the screen there's a different video we gotta playing. get a show with you and jeff morton and man. It's, we just gotta uh, get it's like 30 uh, seconds long and we as content creators have to pander to this because they're the new generation of consumers 
people who can't stay awake in the afternoon while they look at their phones unless it's going off. Have you made a TikTok before? Uh, Change? Just, that was short Brendan's to the youth. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you doing our social media on nuggets? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not on TikTok. Dude, short, short form content to me, like the crunching and the condensing of the like, everything is, it's, we're, content is becoming shadows and echoes Do of you feel itself. about the same about poems? No, I haven't thought much about poems. You're like, they're so short. It's like a story into t- three sentences. If you can't discern the difference between I can't, a I'm poem just saying and with the TikTok, argument that you made no, right no, there. No, no, no. What's presented Oh, no, to there us, are some really good TikToks. There's it, some really, I, really I good I believe ones. that, but oh, there's also the cadence of, like, if you... I don't have TikTok, and all I hear are other human beings watching TikTok all fucking day, and you just hear <laughs> the start of, like, some girl telling a story on TikTok. So I was at Starbucks yeah. the other day. Most people... Mo- I'll be honest. Uh, most people hate TikTok. I think you're right. Okay, most people thank hate you. TikTok. Sorry, I got excited. Oh, do I have another pick? Yeah. One um, more. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Lacrosse. Um, Okay, now I'm going to swing the other way. I need to rebalance myself out. This is a very young take. I'm going to go for the olds. The film Rocky. Man, I hate this one of yours. Not the Rocky series, just Rocky one. Yeah, the Oscar winner. Yeah. So I, I didn't we do this or did, what, yeah, when there what? were no sports. Yeah, I actually went back and watched Rocky. That yeah. was the the podcast I was on. And yeah, it was a rough one. The hard, the hard thing about doing movies like that is that it was a foundational movie that yeah, inspired you the next one. Think so, about the time of yeah, like I mean, I get it. A lot of life it was in. All right, where are we at? <laughs> uh, I, I think Rocky's okay, but you're right that it is a rough watch. I'm a yeah, <laughs> it's a rough watch. <laughs> a rough watch. Uh, let's see. I, I already know I'm not going to win this, so it is. Uh, how many people can I get make upset with this pick? You know what? I'm gonna go the lesser that, but it's gonna get me a lot of hate. The show, The Office. I find it oh, to be man, so pretty good. What? I can, yes, exactly. The Office is a great show. There, yeah, there are definitely great. it went on too long. When I watch The Office, well, I'm so like I'm able shows. to I'm able to predict every joke. It's a great pick. I am. You don't like Office either. I don't find myself laughing. Like I like the premise of it. I can like. It. I liked the the original Rich, Ricky Gervais version. I watched a little bit of it, but like everybody is so excited about The Office <laughs> that I watched it. <laughs> I watched it a few times. I just sitcoms in general should really? go on this, but they're not for you. But I would say network sitcoms. But The Office is the one that people, even you, who. I am so surprised. Uh, I, love, an I love Steve Carell, man. I love Steve Carell. Yeah, Carrell. Adam I do is too. snobbier and more pretentious I know. than that. I know. There's some things. I mean, again, this is what makes, you know, I don't just follow. You can't just predict where I go. Like, there's this office is <laughs> yeah, one I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I uh, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, uh, I know. Okay, got the joke. Yep, very formulaic. Uh, go ahead, uh, Harrison. I'm sure you man, love The Office. Okay. <laughs> I, I do like The Office. I, I like The Office. Um, but I was I was gonna take another there. drink here, but I've already got a drink on the board. <laughs> um, t- t- I'm gonna take an entire state. Yes, with this California, last pick, California. and I'm gonna take Arizona. Oh Whoa. man, it's so rated so low though. <laughs> what do you, t- dude? Arizona is rated very high. Yeah, Arizona's it's, in. I think. It's I like think it's just Phoenix. It's where. NBA players love it. Yeah. yeah, Scottsdale is like the place to go if you want like a guy's weekend or a girl's weekend. Um, but the thing about Arizona is it's obviously way too hot. It's overpriced. It's priced like California. And every restaurant, for some reason, has a DJ playing in it. What is going on? Every restaurant in Scottsdale, <laughs> you walk in, you're like going to a brunch spot, you sit down, there's a freaking DJ right next to you blasting music. 
This is the yeah. fourth, like, can we this just is chill? The fourth time Wind has mentioned this in two weeks, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he is hung up I, on the DJ. Do we all hate Fide? Like, of course. Yeah, no, man. I'm, like, I'm with Wind. Yeah. It's a good pick. I don't know how. I just. I didn't know it was rated high. <laughs> I mean, not these can't just be rated high among us. Like right. Arizona is rated as a great state nationally. My last and pick, I just don't see the appeal. I just think of, I think of like a lot of militias and cacti. Militias. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We got time, Eric. Let's go. <laughs> get outside of the DJ zone and yes. <laughs> outside the DJ zone. It's just malicious. Uh my last one, I could go a lot of different ways, but just to be extra controversial, I guess. I'm gonna go new phones. <laughs> I I feel like there was a time yeah. and it was two thousand four. Did you just get a new phone? Yes. That's, this is where it's coming this, from. Yeah, that's where it's coming so from. like 2007 to 2015, where every new phone that came out was revolution, like so different. That yeah. it was like I have to get it. Yes. Now I have the internet. Now yes. I have phone. Now like I got a new phone. You have thousand dollars. You got to sign up for a two year plan just to get it. And it's like, well, what's the new features? And it's right. It, it's like the button on the bottom is now square. Right now, like, what? the only reason you're getting a new phone now is because your old one's battery dies too quickly or you break it. Dude, it, it's a scam now. There's nothing new about it's these a new total phones. scam. The, the threshold of what is no longer convenient because it's digital. Removing the button, that's my line. <laughs> I need the fucking yeah. button, dude. Really? Uh, give me so the button. Put the button on my phone. Do you want to go back to Blackberry? My life. <laughs> well, well really now, is. I don't know if you guys saw, but Apple <laughs> just, just <laughs> Apple has to pay out like $500 million for pe to people because it finally came out what we all assumed that when yeah. a new phone comes out, then software update on your old oh, phone goes, actually yeah, slows it down. Slows it down. I'm telling you, so you can get like twenty five dollars. Planned obsolescence. Really obsolescence. The only reason we have new phone. phones, but it used to be that the new phone was always cool. The new iPod was like it did new things, and I'm just telling you, they don't anymore because I don't think that technology hit a curve and it's slower. But yet the the consumer part of it hasn't the, changed. Yeah, the problem is is that they built in the idea that you have to get a new phone every year. They were on that track. Yeah. They yeah. all of the carriers started offering like new phone every year plans. And right. you're right, there's not that many more innovations that we can, like. We've kind of come to like the the perfect form, right? Yeah. Like we've, that's my point. We've gotten rid. Yeah, you're right. They're gonna start our, our our, all of our dads were right just ten years too early. They they were wrong at the time, but now it is like, what do I need a new phone for? I got the flip phone now. It, that would be a good take. What do I need the new phone for? I have it. Yeah, That's I actually have been thinking about trading my phone in for a new one. Though. Yeah, you're gonna I get it. It's gonna be the same phone. And you're I know, like, oh. but the Double. battery would be exactly. way better. That's where it is. The battery, the battery life, <laughs> which is, is just what? ridiculous. That that's why we have to get a new phone. Battery this, technology, yes. Yeah. This would be like if like new cars came out, but the only difference was the the tires don't only fit for the car. You, you know, they don't update the tires. So you have to get a new car, but it's actually the same car. Yeah. That's like what it is with the phone. It's not actually better. All right. That's our old man rants for today. <laughs> Do we ever want to throw out any honorable mentions? Do we have some? I had, let's see. I had DJs on my list. Yeah. I have Game of Thrones. Thanksgiving is I, the Winter Olympics. <laughs> How I did think nobody overrated. pick just like a, a DJ? Yeah. I had that, Game of I Thrones. I had that DJs, yeah. I had popcorn. The Winter Olympics are like. Winter fake, Olympics, yeah. Like the Summer Olympics sure. are like the greatest, you know, you're excited. Yeah. Then the Winter Olympics, it's like speed skating. It's, it's cool if you like. like uh, it's, Apollo it's, Anton, oh no. Yeah, that's 30 years ago. Right? <laughs> did anyone write <laughs> the Clippers cool. down or was that just yeah. me? The Winter Olympics <laughs> can be very cool if you if you are interested in hockey because right. that's like a very. Cool I thought about putting the X Games on there. Online shopping. I put online shopping. What? Again, another really? thing that I thought. Well, you guys that are might all, be underrated. No, you guys are all regular sized. Every time I have to order anything online, I order like 
three different sizes of it and then send to so it's just being being misshapen no nah, but it's online shopping you guys think about this if i said this here's how i know i'm right a hipster take if you're like oh i just miss going to a record store everyone's like yeah man totally that but for everything there's a novelty to going to a place keep up that joshua comment just above walter there just i like rarely shop for clothes in person <laughs> i've never liked dmvr you're so right. feedback you're absolute so right. trash i've never liked dmvr you're so right. i thought you're about so drafting right, uh, specialty so right. cocktails let's do this again i thought about drafting specialty cocktails fight club the movie also in there specialty cocktail yeah you're right actually you're right you know it's like every time i'm ordering a specialty cocktail i'm always concerned like is this gonna come out and just gonna be a pink drink with a flower? Yo, real, real talk. Can we share this? There's, we could share this story. We don't know what story you're talking what? about. Yeah. In Vegas, <laughs> without you know, you go out, oh, out there, yeah. you're mingling or this or that. You go out with some of the basketball guys, order drinks at this place yeah. where you don't know what the hell it is because there's no regular drinks. Right. Comes out in the like foo fooest little. That's what I'm saying. Yes. This is what That's happened. That's what I'm saying. I got a drink that I thought sounded good. It came out. It was a monstrosity. It was a milkshake. And, and the tough. <laughs> part about this is we were having drinks with like somebody who that was really embarrassing to order it in front no, of. No, no. No, that's not the most important. The, the, most important is, no, no, the worst like, oh, part shit. is that one of the people we were with saw it and got the same drink. Yeah, but then it was terrible. Yeah, and then he returned it. And he, but I didn't, and then I didn't he, And then it. the funniest part is he left. Yeah. <laughs> the drink was so bad that he was, was like, I'm drink. done. It was a bad drink. Alright, uh, that does it for us today, I guess. Let's all go home. Let's uh, see you later. Uh, <laughs> I love that.